BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hi there. You're listening to the Lazy Genius Podcast. I'm Kendra, and I'm here to help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. Today is episode 77, The Lazy Genius Rests. A couple of months ago, I asked on Instagram what you'd like me to talk about during our times together here, and when someone said rest, the likes on that comment started piling up really fast. I think we're also tired. Um, We want a better way of resting, which feels counterintuitive in a lot of ways. Can we get better at resting? Can we set better goals and push towards resting better? Um, But if you take away the paradox there, yeah, I think we can. I think we can rest better. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how we need to look at rest differently and then figure out practical ways to actually do it in our regular life. So first thing, when you imagine rest, what is it that you see? Um, Do you see an empty room that doesn't belong to you? (laughs) You Like an exotic hotel room. Um, Do you see like a plush white bed or curtains blowing in the breeze? Maybe you see the ocean or the mountains. You see a weekend alone in a cabin in the woods or a girl's trip eating and shopping and sleeping in. There's so many beautiful possibilities. My personal vision of rest or one of them is um, being in my house by myself for like at least 48 hours. Somebody take away all my sweet people and then let me enjoy my own space without responsibility. That or going to the beach also without responsibility. It's pretty common for us to imagine rest on a grand scale. If we could just get away for a while, we would be a different person. You know, I say that too. It feels like that's the magic formula. The ability to get away and recharge alone for longer than an hour, please and thank you. But when we do that, if we get to do that at all, it often falls a little flat. And here's why I think that is. We don't know how to rest. Even when we're given that rare opportunity to do it, we do it poorly because we don't have any practice. Daily rest is not on our radar. We just live and survive and do our best and hope for a chance to get a break. And because we're so programmed to idealize that grand rest, We don't enjoy the smaller opportunities to rest every day. If what you want is a day to yourself, getting an hour is a letdown. Nothing is enough, which isn't the most helpful mentality since most of us feel that we ourselves are not enough on a consistent basis, which is part of the reason we're so tired in the first place. My beloved favorite, Emily P. Freeman, uses the phrase sitting down on the inside. Rest is sitting down on the inside. We can actually experience rest while we're moving and doing 
and living regular life because our souls are at rest. Now, I'm not saying that's the answer. This isn't like a bait and switch of like, hey, you can rest and still be a crazy person. Bye. What I am saying is rest doesn't have to equal silence and stillness and solitude all the time. Those things are hard to come by because of toddlers and jobs and dinner and life. But there is a subtle difference in finding rest for our bodies and rest for our souls. Soul rest is possible when our bodies are moving. I know there are a lot of differences in how we all see our souls and our spirituality. But for me, I love that the Bible offers Psalm 62, where David writes, my soul finds rest in God. My hope comes from him. The thing I love about that is that David, he was a king and a soldier and a major player in Israel's history. He was a man of action, um, except for that like hole on the roof with Bathsheba thing. He was not necessarily like, um, it was all about like long weekends on the coast or whatever. And yet he said that his soul found rest in God. His body was still super active, but his soul found rest. For me and my personal spiritual life, seeing the difference in soul rest and physical body rest is important. We can experience rest in our souls, even when our bodies are moving. How do we do that? Um, it goes back to that Emily P. Freeman phrase, sitting down on the inside. I'm guessing that you know what it's like to stand up on the inside or run around or hide in a corner on the inside. When we have a posture of protection, of protecting ourselves against how people see us or how we think they see us or how we're not meeting expectations, we grow weary on the inside really quickly. We're worried we're not enough. Um, that we're letting everybody down and doing it all wrong. We're worried that people think we have it all together, so we're not allowed to fall apart. We carry a lot. Those messages make our souls heavy and tired, and we're desperate for rest. We're going to talk about physical rest in a minute because that's important. But I think the first step and the one that can have immediate benefits to us is to give our souls a break and let that stuff go. Daily, hourly, maybe minute by minute, it's an abiding in the space of not being in control, of trusting that you are being held together by arms bigger than your own, that you don't have to keep it together in your own power because your own power wears you out. So when it comes to finding rest in our souls, we need to recognize that our souls are often busy carrying rather than receiving. And this description might be a little too on the nose, but when you're busy carrying, you can't receive. Have you ever gone to somebody's house for dinner and your arms are full of like appetizers and diaper bags and you cannot properly receive a hug from your Aunt Sally? You know, it's hard to carry and receive at the same time. And that's especially true of our souls. I don't believe our souls were meant to carry anything on their own. Um, there's another Psalm, Psalm 42, um, and it has a refrain repeated. Why my soul are you downcast? Put your hope in God. That's it. Like put your hope in God not in your own expectations or abilities or systems, hope in something bigger than you in someone who loves you for who you are, not what you do. Um, it is there that we find rest for our weary souls and we stop trying to carry what's not ours to hold. So if we daily practice rest in our souls, what does that mean for our body? Um, because my body's tired, my muscles hurt, sometimes my eyes won't stay open, and it is not uncommon for me to sit down on the couch and not know how to get up again. Physical rest is necessary too. And it definitely can't be fixed with that magical weekend away. We need to practice daily physical rest. 
Now, I'm not going to tell you to do everything you can to get eight hours of sleep a night and to, you know, not put your phone in your room and all the things we already hear and know. Frankly, those ideas are great. I mean, you know it and I know it. If I could get eight hours of sleep a night and not look at my phone after nine o'clock, I'd probably be a more rested person and not want to take a nap at two in the afternoon. But while those are worthy practices, what they can do is make us feel like we're failing if we're not doing them and we don't need any more of that. Daily rest is more than just getting more sleep and not looking at our phone so much. So let's spend our last few minutes together talking about what physical rest can look like for us practically. I do want to talk about sleep first though. And I know I just said I wouldn't tell you to get eight hours and I won't, but real quick, let's reframe how we see sleep. Um, I feel like sleep is a waste of time sometimes. <laughs> it just feels wasteful. Um, I don't close the door on my last kid until 845 every night. And for those of you with teenagers, they're up later than you are. Those evenings of like kids in bed by seven and then a couple of hours of unwinding followed by like a reasonable bedtime, no more. Those days are gone. And I think that's why so many of us, if you have kids, feel so desperate in those late night hours. We don't want to go to bed because we just sat down. We, we're just getting to be a person. And there's where the shift can happen. I want you to figure out, I want us to figure out ways to be a genius about being a person throughout the day, even when we're not alone. We need daily practices of rest and recharging throughout the day, not just at night when we're basically like comatose but refusing to actually go to bed, which by the way, makes our sleep more fitful and harder to come by. It's just a fun little cycle. So how do we rest from effort? How do we rest our bodies well without feeling like we have to go to bed at nine every night to feel normal? First idea, don't put rest only in the nighttime category. We push and produce all day and then allow ourselves to rest at night, but collapse into it because we haven't stopped yet. We treat weekends the same way, actually. So a way to rest regularly is to let ourselves rest throughout the day, not just at night, not just on the weekends, not just when everything is done. Of course, I cannot do a podcast episode on rest and not mention the Sabbath, but God commanded that we take an entire day to rest. He took that too, whatever, I mean, whatever a day means to God, but he worked it into creation, into what he wants us to do, like how he wants us to live. He wanted for his people to rest so much that when they were wandering in the desert and he sent food from the actual sky for them to eat, he sent a double portion the day before the commanded Sabbath so that they wouldn't have to work on that day. Rest is part of how we're made. It's part of what's intended for us and how we live life. Don't tell yourself that you don't need it. So first thought is to have rest be an overall life category, not just a nighttime or weekend or vacation category. It is so important. The next thought is to Figure out what physical and soul rest look like for you specifically. We are all different and we fill up different ways. And so it's important to pay attention to what offers you rest. If you're not sure, it really does start with paying attention. Think about when you have felt rested on either level, soul or body. Um, but I think moments of true soul rest are harder to find and more important to name than the physical rest. Like if your body's tired, you take a nap. You get a massage, you know, like those answers make more sense, but meeting the needs of a restful soul will make our physical rest easier to come by. So let's find those moments. When have you left an experience and felt more settled in who you are? Like you were sitting down on the inside. This episode is sponsored by Squarespace. 
I don't know if you've checked out my website lately, but she just got an upgrade and we did it with Squarespace. With Squarespace, it is so easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. My team recently updated our Squarespace site to use Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. It's seriously so cool. It's mobile layout display. It lets us see what people see on their own mobile devices as we make edits and updates. And 78% of you visit the site on your mobile device. So making sure what you see looks and performs the way it's meant to matters to me. If you want to build a new website, try out Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash lazy genius to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. Last year, Kaz and I went to Italy, and holy moly, what a trip. The museums, the food, the culture. At least once a week, I still think about the gelato. One thing that would have been nice, though, is to know actual Italian. We used translation apps, and we made it work, but I love that I can start learning new languages for future trips now with Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with 25 languages to choose from. I can learn on the go with downloadable offline lessons in the app or at my desktop. My favorite feature, though, is true accent, which gives me feedback on how well I'm pronouncing words as I'm learning them. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Lazy Genius podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com genius. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com genius today. I found Olive in June in 2020 when we were all looking for new hobbies and things to do. Well, now almost four years later, doing my nails at home with my daughter, Annie, and Olive in June's Manny system is still one of the things I look forward to every week. Olive in June makes it easy to get a salon-worthy manicure from the comfort of your home. The Manny system has everything you need in one box, salon-grade tools designed just for DIY, and your choice of six polish colors. And y'all, the colors they make are stunning. Annie and I just tried out their new colors for Valentine's day i'm wearing love note a sparkly nude that matches my skin tone and annie is wearing bouquet a shimmery pink that matches her personality plus olive and june's polish is chip resistant and lasts for seven days visit oliveandjune.com slash lazy genius for 20 percent off your first manny system that's o-l-i-v-e-a-n-d-j-u-n-e.com slash l-a-z-y-g-e-n-i-u-s for 20 percent off your first manny system This episode is sponsored by Ritual. The days are getting longer, but it's still tough to get the recommended vitamin D from sunshine alone, not to mention the risks we take with sun exposure. That's why I love that my multivitamin is helping me out. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus, that's the one I take, was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% in a clinical study. And for someone like me who likes to move but has glass knees, I'll take all the extra support from my multivitamin I can get. Ritual's multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, flute and major allergen free, and gentle on an empty stomach. Plus, each bottle has a minty essence that makes taking them actually enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash lazy genius. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash lazy genius for 20% off.
I will share my own process um, in the hopes that it helps you in yours. You might have heard me mention this on other episodes, but um, there are three things that make me sit down on the inside, like relax my body and leave the experience feeling truly rested. Those three things are music, baking, and the beach. For a while, that list was just the beach. I put so much emphasis on experiencing rest, both for my body and my soul, at the ocean. It's like it didn't count if I didn't hear waves and feel a breeze or something. Guess who was never content with any level of rest anywhere else? Obviously. So when I started the process of finding other avenues that made me feel a similar way that the beach does, things started changing. I get to the beach maybe once a year if I'm lucky. And man, is it awesome. But other things count too. They have to. Or I'll go crazy waiting to get from beach trip to beach trip. So after a lot of paying attention to what I love and need and how my body and soul respond to certain things, I began to find similar rest in music and baking. They were always there. I just didn't see them because they weren't the ocean. So now my go-to rest on a daily basis is listening to Penny and Sparrow um, because it's always a click away. For whatever reason, when Penny and Sparrow music, it's like it's a band and it's two dudes. When their music comes on, I am immediately in a better place. It's like a secret code that gets me back to equilibrium. I don't understand it, but it's true. So when I feel stressed with those like crazy afternoons of homework and dinner and general tiredness, I turn on Penny and Sparrow and immediately feel a little better. Immediately. And when my soul feels like itself, my muscles relax my breathing slows down, body and soul are so connected. Baking is another thing. I don't bake every day because I just don't have time, but it's one of the greatest reset buttons I have. When I have a busy week, I'll pick an afternoon where I could be something, uh, doing something productive and instead I bake. I plan it. Like I write in my calendar, I block it off like it's an appointment because I know I need it. I need to knead bread and cream, butter, and sugar, and smell something delicious coming from the oven and feed my people. It is so centering to me. It doesn't happen every day, but it is easier to schedule in and get the benefits from it, both physically and uh, on a soul level. And then the third thing, again, is the beach. The beach will always be my favorite, but I live four hours from the closest one. Um, And here's where we go into another perspective for you in finding your own daily rest. If you know what makes you feel like yourself and settled, but it's something that you can't experience every day or like on a fairly regular basis, it's good to find things adjacent to that thing that you can experience on a more regular basis. There is no version of nature that beats the beach for me, but that doesn't mean I can't feel close to that same feeling sitting on my front porch Um, like on the swing during a thunderstorm or walking on a trail through the trees. The beach is the best, but being outside gets me close enough. Think about what that means for you. What do you wish you could do every day? And then think creatively about how you can find a similar feeling with something more common to your everyday. The ultimate daily magic is when I play Penny and Sparrow while I'm baking with the windows open and a breeze coming through the kitchen. Even thinking about that experience, it makes me relax. It like makes me breathe and slow down and sit down on the inside. And guess what? That's not hard to come by. I can do that on most days. And if I can't bake, even making dinner scratches that itch a little bit. It's adjacent. And adjacent is good. It's good. 
Now you might be thinking that your thing, your thing isn't as easy to come by. It's like, well, I, it's not, it's not baking. Like you can do that whenever or listening to like, it's not music for me. I get it. Um, but music and baking and being outside, they were not my immediate answers to the question of rest. My immediate answer was the beach. I had to dig for the other things. It took months, even years to recognize the impact that music can have on me. Why? Because my expectation always rested in a weekend away at the beach to the point where I couldn't see any other option. Nothing else counted or was enough because it wasn't the beach. So when you take yourself out of the headspace of the ideal version of rest and start to think smaller, you'll see a difference quicker than you think. I am in a season of busyness. I usually try to stay away from feeling frantic and busy, but sometimes you don't have a choice. And I'm in a season where I don't have a choice, which means I have to be even more intentional about choosing daily rest. I haven't listened to podcasts in weeks because all I do is listen to Penny and Sparrow because I need to. I have made the same dozen dinners for the past few weeks, but I have baked a very complicated cake, a lemon meringue pie, a few other things because I need to. I have been so busy, but have spent most of my rare morning minutes alone on my front porch um, just staring rather than hustling because I, I need to do that. I have to rest. We've heard it, but when we're busy, rest is even more important, which I know feels stupid and annoying, but it's also true. It can be annoying and also true at the same time. So to bring it all together, we need rest for our bodies and our souls. And almost always the two are connected. When our souls are at rest, our muscles and breath relax. When we recognize the stuff our souls are carrying, and instead receive spiritual rest from wherever our spiritual rest comes from, our physical bodies feel equipped to do what matters rather than hustling and striving for what doesn't. And if we see rest as a daily practice, not just a night or weekend or vacation practice, we learn what it means to rest. We understand better how to do it and learn how we specifically need it. Then when those nights and weekends and vacations do come, we're in a better place to enjoy them for what they are. They're not some ultimate destination, but a chance to experience longer stretches of rest that we've already been kindling. Daily small steps. They matter and they make the big leaps even better. If you are struggling to know what your daily steps of rest can be, I encourage you to ask a friend or someone who knows you really well. Process it out loud. Ask if that person has seen a time in your life when you truly rested and felt like you were sitting down on the inside. We have friends and loved ones for this purpose. So use them if you need them. Ask them, get their help. And if you want to process this um, with me together, um, if you've got any questions for me, I will be on Instagram this Thursday around 1215 Eastern to answer any of your questions. Um, I am at the lazy genius on Instagram and would love for you to follow me there. And then last thing. If you are looking for a fun opportunity to spend a day away doing something fun, like a like an upbeat version of rest and recharging, I have a really great idea for you. If you're in the Southeast um, or you don't mind traveling for really cool things, um, NestFest is happening in less than three weeks. I will put a link in the show notes so you can get more info on it. But NestFest is, um, it's an all-day event hosted by the Nestor, 
who is my home muse. She's like the only person I listen to when it comes to my house. She opens up her entire country property. It's beautiful. And she fills it with curated vendors and food trucks and live music and all the things. There's like book signings and all that. It is such a fun, fun event and a great thing to do with a girlfriend to have a fun day away. Her farm is in Midland, North Carolina, um, which is close to Charlotte, which works out perfectly because guess what's happening that night in Charlotte? Nestfest during the day and then at night is a podcast live show. Y'all know how obsessed I am with Knox and Jamie. They are doing a live show um, that night and I will be a guest actually for part of the show, which I'm super stoked for. It's the most random, wonderful kind of night where you'll just laugh for two hours and love your life. So I will be at both of those things. I'm going to be at Nestfest and at the Popcast Live Show and would love for you to come say hi if you're there too. Both events are Saturday, October 20th, and there are links for tickets to both shows um, or both events in the show notes. And I am doing a giveaway on Instagram right now for two tickets to the podcast show. So um, you can go to my Instagram account. Again, that's at the Lazy Genius for more info on that. You can win those tickets. Come say hi. Um, it is a different kind of recharging. It is a different kind of re- uh, of rest, but I'm so excited. It's going to be such a fun day. Okay, friends, that is all for today. Um, thank you for listening and for sharing these episodes with your people. I love, love being part of your lives. Um, and it's an honor that you let me in. I'm Kendra. And until next time, be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. Bye guys. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.